hear what I said? I got a hundred squares. If you're scared, call a fan. I'm going on and on, get it in. Yeah, you know we do. Commission in an image till we finish. Gone and bring them to represent. Up, 40 deep off in the street. Bring them heat with no peace. Get them to them with no priest. Yeah, with no drama, baby. That just since he flipped the script. Trying to reach them where they at. Boulevard or the strip. Take a home, sunny side from Trinity to PA. From Samoa to Angola to the soldiers on the base. This is Christ. That is it. The way that we are saved. I will shout it from the roof till they put me in the grave. It don't matter. It's whatever. I tell them that he raised. That's the power of the gospel. The reason I'm unashamed. 20. Four, seven days a week, eight, three, six, and five. Yeah, you know me, I get it going, going to the Yeah, you know what it is when you hear the music. It's your boy, Kingpin, Big Drake, Made Men Radio Show. Big Drake, what's up with your boy? Nothing much, my man, Kingpin. How you doing, bro? Man, living life and loving it every day, man. Sound like you on that road, hitting that grind. Back to the sip. Yeah, I'm going back to the sip. You know, Biggie went back to Cali. I'm going back to the city. I'm sure there has to be a Mississippi dude rapper that has made some song about going back to the city. I don't know. Just for the simple fact. That, and we talked about this offline a lot, too. Like, these Mississippi kids, man, they, they just, they, they love Mississippi. Which, hey, love your, love your state. Yeah. They've never been nowhere. So they, 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 they homegrown, and that's what they're going to rock with. But if they ever leave, they're never coming back. <laughs> hey man, look, <laughs> look, I'm you know I I have that love hate I I appreciate where I'm from and you know I you know I'm not ashamed to say I'm from Alabama, um, but you know I've I've struggled, bro. I don't know that I want to ever. I don't. I, it'd be tough. It has to be a, a golden opportunity for me to necessarily yeah. move back to Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel the same way about New York. You know, it's 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 a beautiful. I mean, you've been there, yeah. but it's a, it's a good place to visit. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a good place to visit. It's like going to a pool. You dip in and get on out. Yeah, yeah let me like, get this dip, get my toes wet, and then I'm gonna yeah. get back out. <laughs> I wonder. Yeah, it, it's a th- different story. Do you think most people, well, well obviously not, because we started this conversation by saying there's people that don't. I was going to say, do you think most people feel that way about how, like, where they from? Uh, or, or is it, I, I don't, well, I mean, I guess, I I mean, I, we both, I guess, oh, I know I do. I know, I mean, I know family and stuff that they don't know nothing else outside Alabama. Exactly. I think no matter where you're from, when you get out and you see something different, that's always intriguing to whoever it is. Yeah. So it's very hard to move back. And then once you become an adult, you don't want your family all in your business. Because I know some people from some, some great places and great cities, but they're not going back because yeah. they've been there and done that. That's where they grew up. And they don't, so, like I said, they don't want everybody back dipping. You go back and everybody know you was at the store and everybody know every move you make. Yeah, that's that's a good piece yeah. of why I won't go back. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> and and then you do have some places that like well, so, so for, for instance for me besides the crime and all the other stuff that's associated with New Orleans for one I thought every place was flat because New Orleans is flat I didn't 
you know, even though you saw pictures of the mountains and everything, you thought that that was an anomaly. Okay, this place has mountains, but just hills, just you know, your average hill on a highway that didn't happen in Louisiana, especially in New Orleans. Everything's flat. Then I thought, well, everybody got food like this. <laughs> everybody and, does and, not have food like that. <laughs> but I, you know. When you're there and all you know is flat land and everybody got craw crawfish craw craw at your face. You know what I mean? And, and that's, that's what you know. Because yeah. you can go to somebody's house. You ain't got to go to a restaurant to get crawfish at your face. You can go to somebody's house and get that. Well, you know, for me in Alabama, I didn't recognize until I went to Auburn that nobody else knew what white barbecue sauce was. It, it's what I grew up on. I ain't never known nothing else. I always knew. I mean, we had all kinds of barbecue sauce, but white barbecue sauce was always an option. Yes. And then as I crossed Birmingham, <laughs> I'm like, even in this state, others don't know what white barbecue sauce is? Nope. Not past hey, Birmingham. Yeah. Mississippi, you know, I'm like, well, it's, it's so close. Maybe, maybe white barbecue sauce is a southern thing. Nah. No, it's an Alabama thing. It's a, it's a North Alabama thing. Because, again, mm. Auburn don't have it. It's not in uh, Mobile. No. Yes, yes, Auburn does. It, it depends on which one you go to. Okay. Uh, which barbecue spot you go to. Like, if you go to Jim and Nick's, Jim and Nick's got that white barbecue. Okay, so Jim and, Jim and Nick's brought it in because we didn't have Jim and Nick's when we were in Auburn. There wasn't no, a Jim and Nick's no, there. No, no. So, no, so no, all right, no. so they've come to the – so Jim and Nick's has brought it down there because, yes. you know, go, when I was in school, nobody, nobody in Auburn, I did not have any white barbecue sauce when I was in Auburn. And, and yeah, you don't want to introduce me. To yeah, sauce, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. If if I'm, I can't eat chicken other ways. But if that's the option, that's what I want. That's what I want. Mine drenched in it, lay it, roll it, flip it. Let me break the chicken over and let it soak down. in I will eat my sides while my chicken soaking this white barbecue sauce, so that when Why I get is it, that white sauce so I don't know, man. And I don't know the people that don't like it. I don't. I mean, I don't know. You, I mean, jump off a bridge. I don't understand it. I don't understand what. Because you... <laughs> keep me, you know. I, 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 like when I go to the gym next well, I say when I go. It's been, it's been probably over a year since I've been to gym oh. But I would always get white sauce, no matter what meats I got. <laughs> you know, I love the ribs. You know, they got the turkey. They got the chicken. Yep. Uh, they got everything. I always got my sauce. I'm like, yeah, give me my barbecue sauce, but give me an extra tub. Don't give me that little. <laughs> don't give me that little, that little, that little one ounce. No, nah, I want that one ounce. That shot glass. I'm gonna shoot it. I'm gonna drink that one. Give me one to dip my food in. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Jimmy thinks ribs, uh, just smothered in that white sauce, like a this. And you know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do exactly like one entire year, vegan. I mean, not vegetarian. Yeah, no. Yeah, I'm a because even when I was doing it before, you know, I might go three months strong. Yeah, but then you know I have one day, you know, like uh, like that time, uh, I came to you gonna try to do a solid year? A solid year, no me. All right, I was I was planning on seeing you a couple times. I need I don't, we I just need to see you next year. So <laughs> yeah, because because I already I told my I, I've been telling everybody, especially Erica, I'm like, 
whenever this year is up, the first place we going to is a Brazilian state. Oh, yeah. Yeah, brother. When, so when did you start so I can help you time this thing? <laughs> Just, just, I got a long way to go. December 7th. Oh, you started in December. So Chris, yeah. uh, okay. So Christmas break. Can y'all come up and visit us Christmas break sometime? Because, you know, if you come to Huntsville, I'm only two hours and 15 minutes from Huntsville. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, but th yeah. there's a Brazilian Steakhouse in, in Huntsville, too, that we could go to. Probably, yeah. They, they do. Say, they got Fogo de Chow there. I don't know if I've ever been to Fogo de Chow. What's, what's the one by you? No, no. They have Texas Day Brazil in Huntsville. But up here, uh, oh, Lord, see, now you ask me, I can't even think. We got two. They the same one. They both the same chain. Um, okay. But, okay. see, Texas Day Brazil does not have that that pineapple. And, oh, that glazed pineapple. Brother, glazed and, and, and me and you again, we, we've known about Brazilian Steakhouse for a long time since we drove down to Florida and sold my yellow truck. Mm -hmm. But it was yep. five or six years later that I itch, I got found I found out that some Brazilian steakhouses have roasted pineapple, and the one here in Chattanooga has roasted pineapple. Family, if you are, if you've been to a Brazilian steakhouse, you know how great it is first and foremost. But if yes. you've never been to one with roasted pineapple, oh. it's life changing. <laughs> So I think only thing they put on the outside is a little bit of honey and a little bit of it's either cinnamon and brown sugar or cinnamon and honey. I think it's brown Which sugar. So when they heat it up, it like you said, it turns to like a glaze. And and it, it's it's it, it, I mean, you may think hot pineapple, but like nobody wants hot pineapple. This I can't explain it. It I mean it's it yeah, is. It's, it's, it's life changing. It's it really special. is. It's yeah, it, it really does. It cha it changes everything about the game. So no, no, I'm with you. Brazilian State Radizio Grill, that's the one here. Um yeah. it, it, and ours is is reasonably priced too. That's what I love about ours. I mean yeah. you it, hey, yo. it's like under thirty, it's right at thirty, thirty two dollars, which is, is reasonably priced for a Brazilian steakhouse. <laughs> yeah, hey, y'all had some different type of meats that Texas Day Brazil did Yeah. Which I yeah, they and they got some really good sausages. They got they keep. I mean, they yeah. they got a lot of really good different types of chicken. So some days we go in there and they got like orange chicken. Like they do some some really funky stuff with sauces. Um, it they don't have some of the exotic exotic because you know we've had what we've had like swordfish and, and some other stuff at some of the other big. So we it's not gonna have that kind of exotic stuff. But they they really do and and nothing can compare to Picanha. That if you go to Brazilian State, when they tell you this is the best, you think it's filet mignon, it's the top of the line steak. Nah, Picanha has, I don't, I can't even explain it, man. It's <laughs> it has a flavor profile. It's tender. It's again the first time me and Big Drake went, the man said this is the best, and I'm like whatever. Everything we did yeah. been good, and he sliced that off, and I was like, you're right. You didn't lie. Yeah. You did not lie. Yeah. And I appreciate you not lying to me. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, you know, I'm, I've, been, I've been doing pretty good. 
I mean, I've been doing real good. I hadn't had any beat, but every now and again, and Erica doesn't understand it, I, I kind of like to torture myself a little bit. So you like to smell a rib. Uh, well, uh, Saturday I woke up and I just really wanted a fried New Orleans style oyster pork oh. or shrimp pork. So I got on YouTube and started watching people eat New Orleans style pork. <laughs> And that was satisfying. I'm like, okay, I can make it another day. And she's like, how can you do that and not want it even more? I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't have an explanation for it. But seeing these people eat it is giving me comfort. So I'm good. Yeah. Last week, I was craving steak. So I, I, I Googled Picanha. I Googled. Oh, you're doing vegetarian this time. Yes. Because vegan, you yes. can eat seafood, right? No. Oh. No. Uh, vegan, you can't eat nothing from that. You can't have honey. Oh, yeah. You can't. Oh, y'all can't eat no cheeses or nothing, right? Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Okay. So so, so you're doing I'm, vegetarian this time. I'm doing vegetarian, but it's, it's heavy. It's heavy vegan. Okay. What but, What's, what, what's the one thing you, put, you still have? That that you couldn't well, do if you was all the way vegan. I, cheese on my salad. That's it. Okay, so you still do a little bit yeah, of cheese. Yeah, so every, well, every now and again, you know, I try to to be vegan, but when I have my weak moment, that's my cheat. Okay. I'm like, okay, I get a little cheese on my on my salad, or if I'm really just in the mood, I'll order me a vegetarian pizza with light cheese. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Now the thing I don't like, and and I'm sure I think you told you do this that you eat this. I don't like the meat substitute stuff, the fake meat stuff. Uh, like impossible, like the impossible waffle is pretty darn good. Like yeah. I might give you one tonight. I mean, I would eat it, but I'm just saying if if I was going to do vegetarian, like so when I do like the Daniel's fast, the 40 days or whatever, uh, I don't, don't, I don't want like tofu. I, well, I hate tofu no matter what. I don't care what, I don't care what I'm doing. I don't want tofu for nothing. You, you throw, throw I would throw tofu back at you. I don't put no tofu on my, on my plate. I'm, I'm going to smack you and put tofu on my plate. And don't, don't give me, don't tell me, oh, you can try, no, I will smack you for tofu. So, I, I but there's other stuff I can, but I don't like, I'm like, bro, I don't want something that look like ground beef, but it ain't. Like, why? No, just, no, just, just fry me up some potatoes and I eat them taters. I'm good. Like, I don't. Have you, have you had the impossible ground meat? No. I've had an impossible oh, yeah. whopper. I had them. I tried to, impossible whopper, it didn't taste, I mean, it didn't, I couldn't tell the difference. Well, I ain't gonna say I could tell the difference. Okay, it tastes good. The difference, but it ain't. It ain't like, oh my god, I don't know how I'm gonna get this down. It's yeah, like, it tastes um, good. Yeah, it did. It did taste good. It's not a regular whopper, but I, hey, I can keep going. Don't throw me another one. I, I just, I just don't want that though. If I'm, if I'm doing this, just give me a, give me a whopper with no meat. I'd rather eat bite into tomatoes and onions. It didn't. I, I just don't oh, think. Man, I don't. Nah, I don't. Like, dude, we 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 made chili spaghetti. Queso dip. We made a whole bunch of stuff. Tacos. A whole bunch of stuff out of Impossible Brown Beef. Meatloaf. No, my, Erica made meatloaf last week. And if I gave it to you, you wouldn't have known it was Impossible Meat. I don't. I don't. 
Give me, give me a mushroom meatloaf or something. I don't want fake. I don't want the fake meat. I, I don't, I don't, I don't want it. I don't. I, I would rather, I would rather just eat. Now again, I can eat vegetables cooked. You know what I'm saying? Like people do the do the big mushroom head. You know what I'm saying? You you fry it on the hot. You know to make that. I can do that. That don't bother me. Um, eggplant parmesan. Uh, I I've, I've made sweet potato chili. Uh, I've done, um, what else I do? Uh, I'll put some potato, you know, other kind of potatoes in chili or just make a big bean chili with a lot of different types of beans and all that type of stuff. I'm straight. I'm Gucci. I can eat it all day. It don't, it has, I've done the Daniel's fast several times. It doesn't bother me to do that, but I, I don't want the fake. Like if I'm not eating meat, I just don't want to eat meat. I, I just don't want it. And so I couldn't torture myself like you like watching somebody. Nah, bro. I can't do that. I'm like Erica. I'm not finna watch somebody eat this steak. If I'm not eating meat right now, I don't really care to be around meat. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want fake meat. Because if I taste fake meat and look like meat, I might as well eat meat. I want meat then. If you're going to fake me out and you're going to crumble up this ground, impossible, whatever this is in this skillet, go ahead on and go and put ground beef in this thing. Let's go. On. Hey, we ain't going to fake it. Let's go and do, do the thing. <laughs> I wish I had me some of that impossible meat loaf right now. I delicious. pass. Yeah, get. I mean, absolutely delicious. Layer, layer some mushrooms and some some <laughs> something else. Like, ah, nah, man. I ate a whole lot of potatoes when I do, uh, and that's why I can't do. You know, for, <laughs> I don't lose weight when I do a Daniel's fast. I get healthier, but I don't <laughs> lose weight because <laughs> every day is a potato meal. <laughs> Uh, it's either a potato meal or I mean I eat a whole lot of lignums. Ligums? How do you say that? How do you say that word? Ligums. Ligums. I eat a whole lot of ligums. I eat all kinds of ligums uh during during the day is fast. Uh, I'll eat vegetables and stuff too, but but no, nah, I so I love Brussels sprouts. Of course, I, I think we've talked about that before. Uh I got some upstairs roasting right now. Uh so some Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. On yeah, let, let me tell you this. Oh, you still hadn't had it yet, though, have you? You still hadn't had my guac place here, have you? No, I haven't. I just told you about it. Okay. Well, he went out to California and placed second in the World Guacamole Championships. Really? He did. He did. We Two weeks ago. That's pretty awesome. He did. And he was the first time some of them cats have been there five, ten years. And he actually tied for first in the open division. And the tiebreaker was one person tasting it and picking other people. Oh. One person. So I'm like, so what, no criteria? He was like, yeah, nah. So anyway, if you in Chattanooga, man, nothing but guac, my, my homeboy D, man, go by and holler at him. And if you were those, one of those people that said, I don't eat guacamole, I still go try his. His ain't guacamole. I, don't, I can't tell you what it is, but it ain't guacamole. <laughs> I mean, you... Uh, it is it is life changing. Big Mike, I, I got a chance to take MP some down there. Him and his wife both. Uh, Mike makes an amazing uh, homemade guacamole, and and I told him I said, look, Mike, I'm not sliding your guacamole, but I'm just saying I have not made my own guacamole in two years, three years. I have long he been open. I don't make guacamole. Yeah, you no guacamole. yeah I, I make I, like I said, I make a pretty good guacamole. I have not made my own. <laughs> and and uh, he has one. Um, and I told y'all, he put some different stuff in it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, some pineapple. But I love, my new one is that I love is the works. 
in the works has everything he puts in a guac. Every ingredient is in the works. Everything. So it's got pineapple, it's got mango, it's got peaches, it's got uh, pepperoni, it's got black olives, it's got uh, uh, jalapenos. Um, um, man, he got like four, five different peppers. It's got the dog. No, it's it's every bite is a different experience out of the works because you don't know what piece of what you're gonna get with each bite. It, it's it's it, do, it, it is. It, I, Drake, the, again, I, you can come up. You know what? I, I'm coming down. No, wait. I'm coming in June. I forgot about that because I got to come down for the camp. I'll bring you. I'll bring guac for you, man. Please, I will you, definitely bro. bring. I will bring your guac when I come for you. I need to set me a calendar reminder. Yeah, I had to set me a reminder, and I'll bring you a couple sixteen ounce things of guac. I will. We'll have a guac smorgasbord and try a bit of it all. But nothing but guac, man. If you ever coming through Chattanooga, man, hit my boy up. You absolutely will not be disappointed. Even if you one of those people that don't eat guac. <laughs> yeah. We have done it again. We, we, we ain't talk a lick about something. No, 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 we don't, no. But hey, right. it's our show. Right. This is what we do. You right. You right. You're absolutely right. We ain't talk not one ounce about something. 20, 22 minutes in and not a single sports reference. <laughs> what, and, and, and anybody that knows King Penn and Big Drake, we some have to do. We are big guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> it is. Nah, man. But now, you know, so I did want to. I was gonna kick off this show by saying, in this week's, that was a real dumb idea. Uh, so, so last week we talked about um, what was the two two people we talked about last week? Um. Oh, we talked about the Alabama, the Alabama kid, Brandon Miller. Uh, and then wasn't there an NFL person did something real stupid? I thought we talked about somebody else that made some really bad decisions last week. Um, and man, the John Morant thing hadn't happened yet. No, but that's that. So in this week's, that was stupid. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Dog, what, what? Bro, what is his problem, man? What's his problem, dog? What what is Ja? I saw me. Ja gonna be the first dude to make it out of the league back in, back into the hood. Like, and and the crazy part, I don't even think he came from the hood. For real, for real. Like you came from a good two parent home, dog. You ain't even hood. I don't even know what the purpose of that. Was. I don't. I don't get it. Right. And, you know, I, I saw somebody, you know, because you know, Twitter is blowing up about it. Yeah. But, you know, one person tweeted, which made perfect sense. Like, okay, so he's of legal age and he's at home, wherever he was. He's of legal age. Can he not hold a gun? And, yeah, I guess you can, as long as you have the proper paperwork or whatever the case may be. But, you know, when you're a role model, I guess, I guess when you're in the public eye, but. But he, you know, I like to play devil's advocate. I like to go, you know, back and forth. Yeah. You know, I know how I would carry myself. I know how you would carry yourself, how your children would carry themselves, how my boys would. But 
but he he does have the right to do that. He didn't ask to be a, a role model to anybody. I'm just playing ball. I'm yeah. Well, he wasn't at home. He was actually in a strip club. Even better. Yeah. And and flashed a gun <laughs> going on live at the strip club, flashing his gun. And you could tell the way he flashes, like, oh, I ain't supposed to have this up in here, but I'm in here. Like, <laughs> like come on, dog. Come on. <laughs> and then somebody else said, John Moran has to be the only dude in a strip club with his shirt off. Like, <laughs> Are you in a strip club showing your nipples, dog? That's not what you do. What are you doing? Oh oh my god! Oh my god! Flashing a gun, yeah, like dog. And then the report came out earlier this week, before this one, that he's getting charged with punching some seventeen-year-old this summer. I was playing what? at a pickup basketball game at his house or something. He claims a 17-year-old threw the ball in his face. The 17-year-old claimed that the ball accidentally hit him in the face and Ja punched him out and, wow. and pointed a gun at his head and told him he'd kill it. Wow. 17-year-old dude. Like, dog, this. And, and, now, I saw some meme on, on Twitter that I did appreciate. Somebody said, so one person posted uh, if somebody's close to Ja, they should or they should really reach out to him. And somebody said, somebody else had said, uh, you know, I really wish they had some vets around him that could, you know, on the team or whatever that could reach out to him. But somebody responded to both of them comments were like, well, his daddy is on the sideline of every game. Why is that not his job? Like, why he needs some vets when his daddy is in front of every camera? His daddy coming up on Shannon Shaw. Why yeah, you ain't bro. talking to your son? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Well, maybe he get that that type of thing. Maybe, that, maybe that's who his daddy is. Yeah. Yeah. Dog. And, it, you know, it, it goes back to even, like, our conversation last week about the Brandon Miller thing, dog. And we didn't harp too much on this part of it. But, mm-hmm. bruh, it's killer. I mean, we've seen, we've seen this, Big Drake. You you got to you gotta know when to leave. So everybody can't go with you, dog. Ain't no other way for me to put it. Everybody can't go with you. Yeah. Like, everybody don't want to get out the hood. And if you don't want to get out the hood, unfortunately, when I get out, I can't take you with me then. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's that's not... Like, if I'm a, if I'm in John's corner and we from the hood, dog, I'm smacking the phone out your hand in the strip club that night. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Like, no, bruh. If I'm your homeboy and we playing ball at the crib... And then little 17, you don't throw the ball in your face. I'm knocking him out. Like, no. Like, like no. No. No, I'm knocking him out for you. I'm I'm just saying, you ain't gonna mess up our meal ticket. All, all of that, all of that's done. I'm knocking about. If somebody got to end up getting knocked out, I'm gonna do the knocking out. 
Tuscaloosa's homeboy in, in the crib in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you to go get the heat. <laughs> like, dog, you was never there. You was never there. I don't care when the police pull up. I don't care. You was not there. They be like, well, we got video footage of him beside you. I didn't see him. I didn't see him. <laughs> we saw you reach over and get the gun from him. Don't think that was him. I don't, I don't. Somebody handed me a gun. I took a gun because I needed a gun. I didn't ask questions of who was beside me handing me a gun. I don't recall seeing him there. <laughs> like, I, that, I, that's the piece I just don't understand, dog. Like, everybody can't go with you, man. And and no. I think these kids are they're missing it, man. They missing the mark. They missing it. They missing it, bro. They missing it big, man. And, and well, like you said, John Moran's dad is on the on, on at courtside every game. He really is looking like Usher every game. He ushered out, and you got your son out there looking stupid. Like, and I hear you. Like, I didn't I didn't sign up to be a role model, but didn't go. The, but this is what the job requires, though, right? But this is what the job requires. I mean, does it really? That's what society has told us. Okay, like we talking about, John making these mistakes, and whoever wrote that on Twitter is a genius to me. Like, yeah, yeah, his dad right there, his dad needs to do better. <laughs> or, but as society looks at somebody, because you have influence, because you are famous, because you have money, because you're on TV, because you entertain, then now I want my kid to look up to you or I look up to you or whatever the case may be. John Morant's job is to hoop. Well, uh, okay. Uh, well, let me let me spin it this way then for you, Big Drake, right? Mm-hmm. I, so if I'm if your job is to hoop, do you think the Grizzlies give contracts that size just for hoopers or do they get contracts that size for the face of the franchise? Because we've known hoopers all of our life. Um, uh, What's old buddy? Instant instant offense. When he step in the game, he getting buckets. Uh, Was six man a year two or three times. Um, Six, six long lanky, but could fill it up. Oh, God. He just retired. Um, and he still played ball, I think. Uh, ball head. Uh, who? What team? He played. He didn't play for all of them. Uh, <laughs> uh, Andre Iguodala. Nah, he was six man. I think for the Clippers was one. He won six man a couple times. He come out of bench. He a shooting guard. He about six five. Uh-huh. Instant buckets. Um. God, dog it, man. Jamal Crawford? Jamal Crawford. Jamal Crawford, a hooper, dog. Hooper, instant, he can do all that, blah, blah, blah. But, and, I mean, he ain't got the total skills again of John Moran, but I signed you to be the face of a franchise. If I'm Nike, I didn't sign you just to hoop. I signed you to be my spokesperson for my shoes. It's a spokesperson deal. So, yes, I do pay you. To be, it is the part of the job. The contracts you got in hand, they are for not just your athletic ability, but it's also for your persona and your image. That's what I'm paying you for. Oh, now, oh, 
if you don't want if deal. You me, yeah, if you chose me and I'm going to be who I am, that's your fault. Because we, we talk about bad organizations. And this past season, a bad organization gave a sexual offender a, the biggest contract in NFL history. <laughs> Whose fault is that? I mean... I mean, but technically, technically, he's not a sexual offender because he has never been. <laughs> he does not have a single charge on his record. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. A, a, a bad organization gave a really creepy dude <laughs> a really large contract. A very questionable, you know, a kind of, you know, some, uh, somebody that, uh, has some some has some some uh, fantasies that may not be appropriate. But... Yeah. And for listeners, in case y'all not picking up what we're putting down, we're talking about the Sean wanna leave in the front. Yeah. But because somebody I, I bet you somebody's like, who are they talking about? <laughs> but but I say this, Big Drake. I mean you so you said, hey, if I give you the contract, but you didn't show me this. You did not show me this before. And so I think that is okay. that is part of my problem. Now, because now we say, well, now he they done ran him out of the league because because he don't want to stick to their identity or whatever. I'm like, nah. I mean, so okay, so a perfect example, right? Allen Iverson. So you so AI decided to figure out he still wanted to be he kept some of his bad boy image, but it also limited his financial gains throughout his career. Mm-hmm. So now you can't, on the flip side, then say, well, you know, people kept me from making as much money as I could have throughout my career. No, you did. Remember, you said you didn't want to be a role model. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those are decisions you made. And so here's mm-hmm. the consequences of those decisions. You're right. I'm not going to keep giving money to somebody that wants to be, that don't want to be a role model. Because this check, mm-hmm. I'm right. Is for not just your athletic ability, but it is also for your character and the and you pushing this product that I sell. Is I mean, has that been legally laid out? Uh, well, because if, if it had, I, I don't know if that some conversations, you know, yeah, hey, we want you to be an ambassador, of whatever, whatever, blah blah blah. Here's the check to be an endorsement. What to be an endorsement? The NFL does because it's, that's what the the player conduct policies are for. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't in the NFL. It may be illegal. It may not be illegal to do some of the stuff. I mean, well, that's that's why Deshaun Watson got suspended. Again, he is not a sex offender because he has never been indicted for any crime. <laughs> but his behavior did not fit the NFL conduct policy. Yeah. And so they was able to, you know, to, to suspend him for some game. In the NBA, I, I think I think the whole year, yeah. I think the NFL, I think the NBA has a conduct policy. Because remember, that's why they have to wear suits and can't wear, you know what I'm saying, like streetwear on the sideline or something like that. That, that was just to stop black people from looking good. Well, I agree. That, that's, that's all That's all that was. But they put it in writing. And, and when you yeah. sign your next check, you agree to what's in writing. Where does it say I can't go to a strip club with a gun in my country? <laughs> 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 and that's not in my country. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And we do know 
I'm, I'm trying to remember the exact situation that happened a couple of years ago, but there was a situation where uh, I don't know if it was a football player or a basketball player. They did something controversial, but the, the main thing was after whatever they did, they went to to the strip club in Atlanta, and everybody was joking because he said, "Oh, I went and got me some wings." Oh and, yeah. That's- uh, <laughs> you know, everybody like, hey, they, they do got some killer wings. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, their wings are very tasty. That's <laughs> Mickey John went to go get a 10-piece and some fries, you know, fry hard. He recognized that he accidentally still had his gun in, and he, yeah, he, was like, he happened to recognize that as he was on live. As he was on live. And was like, take my shirt off and let them know I'm not a threat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, I, I don't know, man. It's just, I, <laughs> I, I did. No, no, see- I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you now. I mean, if, if, if I wear his shoes, if, if Tacoma or Kai, and I'm pretty sure go three boys, and you know, I'm, I'm with you. But <laughs> he was off the clock. <laughs> Enjoying himself as an adult. He was making adult decisions. <laughs> but, but, all right, so is is that in your contract, Big Drake? No, if I wanted to go to the strip club right now with guns, I'm, I'm perfectly legalized to do so. So if you post it and it becomes news, they can't let you go because of that? I'm pretty sure they can't. Cause there, there's, there's, there has to be something in. I bet there's something in that contract that talk about bringing bad image or karma or something to 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 to, uh, to your school. A professional team and a school are two different entities. Uh, uh, well, I guess because it's a state employee, I guess that's what you're kind of getting at. Well, it's it's a it's a school. It's a place of higher learning. It's a place of education. Yeah, but you, know, you but bottom, you are professionally high. You ain't talking about the players. We talking about the coach. Yeah, that's. I, I, I do think a, a coach is held to a higher standard than a player. But we, we, you know, John's a player, and he's not in college. He in the league, which they care about him getting buckets. I care about you getting buckets and how you look. I I I, I don't know, man. I just I see. Like, how is it uh, like the NBA? Uh, you know the. Uh, they might, you know, like you said, they have some things implemented in place. But are we talking about the Memphis Grizzlies? What really negative is going to happen to the Memphis Grizzlies? Because this happens. I'm still coming to the game. I'm still going to buy a pop. I'm still going to watch it on TV. I'm still going to my main What's negative going to happen? Well, but you're right. But I think it is for me, again. Well, I can't say for me too, but I think it's it's the list. It's how it's it's, it's how it's progressing, dog. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's on he's he's going he's he's on a slippery slope, man. And there could be something negative for the for the for the fan base. Well, okay, here's what's negative. So he's suspended for two games. Is everybody now? It costs the fans, the people that paid their hard-earned money. Maybe they can only afford one ticket. And the one ticket that they bought to come to see their favorite player, he ain't playing because of a, a batch of lemon pepper wings. Yeah. So you're damaging the product and the brand. And that's not fair to the people that paid their hard-earned money to come see you play. 
that, that, that's also why we gave you that contract because of their hard earned money. <laughs> I agree. That's but you don't have two pissed off fans. I mean, I, and I, I'm not with you. I believe like the low management is a bunch of yep. crap. And yep. I know they talked about uh, having insurance on tickets in case the player you get you know, re, a refund or partial. I'm with all that, but I'm just you know, playing both sides because I want people to really think. Okay, you're you going to have a handful, maybe not even a handful, maybe one one game and maybe another one other game. They're going to be pissed. Okay. We got two pissed fans. <laughs> <laughs> we got two pissed fans. Okay, all right. Uh, hey, so all right. So let, let's ask this. <laughs> there is another infamous uh, thing that happened um, uh, for that that didn't. I don't know how that was illegal. Do, do you remember when when Gilbert Arenas brought his guns to to the into the locker room? Yeah, yeah. And told old buddy after practice, I got something for you at my locker. Well, <laughs> <laughs> keep a threat has been made. He didn't. He unloaded it. It was unloaded. He just said, "I got something for you." Oh come on! <laughs> come on! That's a threat. He did that. Uh, he did that. Mia X at him. He tossed him a bullet and said, "Now nah, don't get, don't catch the next one." <laughs> 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 and then you know, I'm pretty sure somewhere posted at that facility, it says guns are prohibited. Yeah, it probably do. I so okay. So old buddy probably broke the law though. Strip club. I've ne I have never. Okay. I would assume <laughs> um, I would assume clubs like that Keep wouldn't it. allow firearms in them as well. John, you need to do something different, man. You gotta do something different with your life, man. This is this, this is not it. This is not it. Nah, it's not a good look. Not a good look, brother. Not a good look, man. Real stupid, man. Real stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on, man. So, uh, hey, let's talk about the NFL draft, the combines hey. this week. <laughs> So I did get a chance to tune in to the live performance last night. I know it was going to be recorded, and I could have watched it after the fact. But they also had talked about there was some pre-show and post-show stuff that was not going to be uh, re-aired. So I tuned in last night. Uh, my wife said, because I came home, I was like, yeah, you know that Chris Rock thing night. She was like, yeah. I said, it's at 10 o'clock. She was like, oh, you are old. I was like, yeah, 10 o'clock is late. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. That but, is, that's really but I did stay up and watch it. Now, okay, hear me out. Let me say this first. I'm going to go ahead and preface this. Okay. I am not really a Chris Rock fan. Mm -hmm. I'm not a I'm not a Chris Rock stand-up fan. Yeah. I've never really found him too funny. I don't know if it's his delivery. I don't know if it's his setup of his jokes. But 
I've never cared for any of his stand-up routines. There are parts that are funny, but everyone I've ever watched, I find myself at some point throughout, like, I'm going to get up and go get me something to fix me something to drink or something. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not that. I, I don't care for his stand-up routines. I, I think he's funny. I love his movies. I think he's hilarious as a so the stuff I don't like watching him, how his mannerisms, his delivery, all the stuff I don't like on a stand-up, I actually like when he's in a show or a movie. It's funny to me. I loved um what was that? Um Head of State. Him and Bernie Mac was hilarious. I love him in, in uh was it grown ups? Is it grown ups? Yeah, yeah. Grown yeah. ups. Uh even the movie with him on the as the bikers with the No, that wasn't him. That was Eddie Murphy. I mean Eddie, that was Martin Lawrence. Um uh, Halls or something like that. Yeah, Wild Halls. That was Martin Lawrence. But but so I like Chris Rock as an actor. I think he's funny. But I'm not a fan of his stand up. So I watched it last night. Eighty five percent of it I didn't laugh. And some of it, he's 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 edgy, and some of the stuff he was saying, I'm like, I don't think that's funny. Like, it's kind of harsh, and not in a I'm sensitive type of way. I just don't think it's funny. I don't think the delivery's funny. I just don't. So he was trying to make some political jokes or jarbs last night, and so he made some abortion type jar uh, jabs. And the way he delivered, the way he set up, I didn't laugh. I didn't think it was funny. And I ain't try, I wasn't trying to be too oversensitive about it. I just didn't. It, it wasn't. The delivery wasn't funny to me. So gotcha. there was no single point last night that I laughed out loud. Not when he talked about Will Smith and Jay. No, I was like, woo. <laughs> so I said, I said, I said all of that up to say that last ten minutes that he he made everybody, he made me set through all the rest of that stuff for. He went real hard. <laughs> he went real hard. And that was the only time I laughed out loud was during that part. But now I will say some of it was funny and some of it was deep, like personal deep. And I'm okay with that too, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with that. I told my wife, I was like, she's like, what would you think about it? I was like, well, he, I mean, I was like, he only did 10 minutes on them. I said, and he did it at the end, of course. I said, and some of those jokes were really funny. I said, but he also tell you, he gives you a little bit more about about the history and why what, what he thought was going on. I said, I think he had a very great perspective about, you know, the, what he called it, um, selective outrage. I said, I, I mean, I think his delivery, I think that 10 minutes was worth it. I really did enjoy every piece of that 10 minutes. But he went hard. Like, it, he left no doubt they will never be friends again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think Will won't apologize anymore now. <laughs> I mean, and, and, you know, people, you know, there were mixed reviews. I, 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 was, I was actually listening to the special when you called. So I was about, you know, 30 minutes in. So, But I, I did see the Will and Jada stuff on Twitter. And that's, that's what made me... Uh, looking to, so I didn't watch it last night. I didn't see the live. I didn't see all the, the pre stuff. And people on Twitter, you know, you had half the group was like, you know, I, I knew he was going to say something. Yeah. And, you know, the, the other half was like, oh, he wrong. 
you know, it's, it's two black men fighting against each other. Like, sometimes we got to stop all that. Yeah. You smacked me. But you smacked the comedian. Yeah. That's just like if I smack a rapper, you think a disc mixtape ain't coming out next exactly. week? Exactly. That's what, that's what he do. <laughs> so, just the same way if I smack Mike Tyson, you you don't think I'm going to end up in the hospital? That's what he do. Yeah. That's what he do. That's what he do. So, what, and, and, I, I really don't get all the outrage. And then, you know, everything he said was true. It really was. It really was, man. And then folks was talking about, my wife was mentioning this because she was like, I'm o- I'm so over this. People's talking about he hate black women. I'm like, I didn't get, he got smacked, dog. Like you smack and my wife said like he tell jokes for a living. That's what he do. Yep. And you smacked him. So yes. hey, game on. I, and he wasn't he don't hate black women. He hate that black woman. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. <laughs> she is something else. He hates no, no, a woman no, that no, happens no, to be black. <laughs> yeah. He went all the way in and he went all the way in on both of them. And I, for one, felt very good about how he went in. And I think he earned it. He sat on this thing for a year, and I think he laid it out correctly. <laughs> I'm happy he defended himself. Because, you know, he, he, you talked about, because I think you read a book or saw an interview where he talked about about him defending himself. Yeah, being, getting picked on all the time growing up and stuff. Yeah. So, I yeah, I, I think... <laughs> And, and he said it too. And he said, yeah, I mean, you, you'll watch. I don't want to spoil anything for you. But he was oh, like, he was like, if if I would have been, he's like, he is way bigger than me. He's like, if if I would have been anybody else, that smack would have never happened. He's like, he would yeah. not have walked up there and smacked. And so in the post, the post uh, show stuff, they had they had a very eclectic group. I don't know how they pulled all these people together. They had Arsenio Hall. Chris Rock is like uh, revered as as one of the, the best ever. Yeah, he you know, is. Uh, yeah, he. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, again, he's he's. <laughs> I'm not a fan of his stand. Two of his best friends is Adam Sandler and um, oh the dude of oh, Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. That's two his best friends. Yeah, that's two his best friends. So the people that had on the thing last night was Dana Carvey. They had mm-hmm. Arsenio Hall. They had uh old girl off of um what was the what's the, the, the black girl from Africa that's on the show uh on the HBO show with the um uh, what's the black girl that uh that wrote all the, the, the that's that's the new hot thing she wrote she got these uh, Yeah, yeah, that's all insecure. What's the, the black the African girl off insecure? I've never seen insecure, so I don't know. Oh, you've never seen insecure. <laughs> No. Oh, oh! Okay. I've heard great things about it. It's a really good show. I, I will agree. <laughs> Lisa, Lisa, no, what's that? What's that girl name? Issa Rae. So Issa Rae, okay. but it's not Issa Rae. Issa Rae's the producer. But anyway, the African yes. girl off of there. She's a comedian too, okay. so she has a stand up. Okay. So she was on there. Uh, they had Arsenio. They had uh, oh, they had um, Jay JB Smooth. Okay. They had this was the odd one. They had Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was on the couch in the, the doing the in this this whole post show. That was odd. Wow. He was the odd Very man. Odd. Yeah, 
And it was some other white dude that's a comedian. I can't think right now who it was. But Kareem Abdul-Jabbar said, he said, if that had been me on the stage, said that joke, Will would have never brought his, he said, Will would have never brought his ass up there and smacked me. <laughs> He's right. He's right. He's right. And it, so the, the, the post stuff was really funny. Uh JB Smooth was, was was talking about you know he him and Chris Rock is really good friends he, he him and Will too uh, and so he gave some good perspective about you know a year ago and how you know all that stuff and 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 I think it was JB Smooth that said it was JB Smooth that said Chris said you know they were talking about why didn't he hit him back or something like that Chris said if I would have hit him back it would have been two black people up there fighting and. We would have never been back on there. None of us. He said, Bobby not hitting back, that was somebody assaulting me. That yeah. was a different percept. That was a different for all of us how we were rebound from that. He yeah. said, but we would have never rebound from us fighting. And I was like, I, I yep. love I love it. I like it. I think he's absolutely right. That is a great perspective. On why, how you respond, and why. And I mean, let's be real. This is the main man radio show. Chris Rock was scared of. Him. Yeah, He's Chris so Rock's big. like, I'm not. I can't beat you. I can't fight you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not about to take this whipping in front of everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna take this hell and watch everybody watch me take a hell. Yeah. <laughs> At least this way, I kept some dignity. Cause you smacked me, you the bad guy. <laughs> yes. Yes. If we fight, they going to forget you smacked me and while we fight, they just going to talk about how I got my tail whooped. <laughs> yep. yep. So, nah, man. I think it's worth it's worth the watch. Actually, I don't... I, did, are you a fan of Chris Rock stand-up? I think his stand-up uh, younger Chris Rock is a whole lot better. And as I was listening to this one, I'm with you. Like, Chris Rock has been Chris Rock for so long. That you know, back in the day, it was new, it was fresh, it was exciting because his his delivery is is unique and it was different. But yeah. Now, you know, we, we've you know, Chris Rock has been around for a long time, and people impersonate him. And when they impersonate him, that's comical because it sounds just like him. It really does. So it sounded like somebody was impersonating him, being him, which yeah. was a little awkward. She's like, huh? He's like, hold up! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! That's not the way he delivers it. It's, it's, it, can, it can be a little much at times. Yeah, it was kind of, it was a little, I, let me tell okay. I, I like, I think you're absolutely, you spot on. Here's, here's who I equate him to for how he makes me feel. I can't watch and listen to Stephen A. Smith. It's mm. old now. Like, yeah. it's annoying to me now. Yeah. I've heard it and seen it so long. Like, get a new act, dog. Like, this is annoying. Yeah. yeah. Even your outrage is fake outrage, you know, to you, Chris Wright. Like, yeah. I, like, I don't, it's annoying. And so as I'm watching him, I'm like, he's, it, I've seen this so, look, to your point, it's annoying. It's actually annoying to me <laughs> to yeah. hear him talk like that. And I yeah. felt like the will portion he didn't deliver it like that. And so I'm like, which one is, like, are you still, do you still, do you think people just expect you to be that dude? So that's why you deliver like that? Because it's funny, you can watch other comedians 
Like, and I ain't seen him in years, of course. But, um, doggone, uh, if Eddie Murphy, when Eddie Murphy gets back out, throughout those, all those years, man, Eddie Murphy changed, his delivery was a little bit different. Like, I don't know. He always kept it, he kept it fresh to me. Not to me, personally, that's one comedian I never, ever thought was funny as far as stand-up. The oh, way you, you feel about Trump, I, I do not think Eddie Murphy's stand-up is funny at all. Oh, I think Delirious not is one of the funniest things ever recorded. His sketches on Saturday Night Live, his movies, you know, the, the, the Nutty Professor, all that stuff, brilliant. But his stand-up, Never been a fan. I thought Delirious was the funniest thing ever recorded. <laughs> but it may have been because I was young and I should not have been listening to it. Maybe that's why I was. Funny. It had a lot of cuss words. You know, there's a lot of cuss words. But I'm like, it cuss a lot. Well, like, really and, and to me, and again, like I say, I'm not trying, still not trying to bash Chris Rock because a lot of people like him. But um, I, so I saw, I tell you somebody else, I think it's always funny to me. And it never, it's never boring to me. Um, that's um, Ricky Smiley. Ricky Smiley is hilarious to yeah. me. He's always hilarious. Yes. Because yes. I don't feel like he's trying. Like, it's just yes. naturally who he is. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, he, he's, 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 you know, Cedric the Entertainer is also funny. Cedric the Entertainer is. Um, I think DL, DL is pretty funny. Some of his stuff is a little, some of his stuff, I cringe. I'm like, I'm not laughing at that. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. But no, you're right. I think I think Serge Entertainer is another great example. I think he's always funny. Every time I've seen him, I thought it was fresh. I just I, I've always liked him. I think his delivery is always amazing. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so I watched it last night. That was my takeaway. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. Imp- I mean, I'm not. I like. I, said, I'm not, I wasn't impressed with 50 minutes of it. The last 10 minutes was was uh, was better than I could have expected of how he would respond. Gotcha. And I don't gotcha. think they'll ever be friends again. I don't think they'll ever speak again. No, I, I, I think that shit to sell. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think Will can do enough yoga and drink enough kombucha or whatever he drank uh, to get back to a happy kombucha. place again. Yeah, I don't think he can drink enough of that to get to a happy place to ever let Chris Watt speak to him again, ever, 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 ever. And I don't think his wife, the Widowmaker, will ever let him let Chris Watt speak to him again. <laughs> You know what, man? It's it's been a year, and, and people say they they want to move on from it. But I mean, I, like I'm I'm still intrigued by it. I, I hope Will is, is getting the help he needs to get. I, I'm I wish they had a reality show because I'm, I'm, I would love to see what goes on on a daily basis in that household. Because the the one thing you know the the like I said, I saw the first twenty minutes, and which made me start watching is I saw the two minute clip. Uh, so, you know, I, I hadn't yeah. seen much. But what he said was right. Like, and, hey, everybody in this room probably been cheated on. But nobody <laughs> has had the person to cheat to interview you about their cheating. And the way he delivered that one was hilarious. <laughs> like, 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 Bishop Magic Don Juan need to give her a flask, yes. or, or, or a goblet, or whatever. It she is gets, she gets one of them goblets and and the no, stick. She, you know, we, we we praise men for being pimps and and and, and being in them polygamous relationships and all that. But when she do it now, I think the way she went about 
with with August was a little predator-ish, but the way she got <laughs> well trained, dude, that's impressive. <laughs> like she got this dude so messed up that <laughs> she allowed August and Will to talk like a little interview process, like he going to Walmart. You know, Walmart go hire you. Yeah. You know, it, 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 unless you doing meth, Walmart is going to hire you. Waffle House is going to hire you. So this little interview we're doing is just a formality. <laughs> she got him so messed up that they sat down and talked, and Will, and I'm doing air quotes, people, gave his blessing. Yeah, that, and, and to, to, to your point, I don't think it was a, hey, Will, can you talk to see if you will be okay with that? It was a, hey, Will, here's what I'm doing. You need to figure out how you're going to make yourself okay with it. Well, yeah, I just, just want to make you aware of the relationship. He's going to be by the house. He's going to be here. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. So you might, y'all might as well become friends. <laughs> do you know how much game that is? Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't even want to be able to possess that much game. Nah, bro. Nah. And for the people that say, he hate black women. That one black woman right there hate every black man alive for how she's done him. Oh, she don't. That's how I feel. You can flip it on Chris Rock if you want to. I'm going to say she hates every black man ever created. Well, all but one. We know she hate everyone but one. There's one she'll never hate in her life. But, but it's, it's been more than one, though. Because August is the only one that, that they have publicly discussed. No, no. Think about. No, that wasn't the one I'm talking about. The only black oh, man. Yeah, the only black man she never hated was Tupac. All the rest yeah, of them have all just been a pawn in her game. Yes, yes. Everybody that, that else has ever been a pawn in her game. Yeah. That's her only she she's one of she's only she believes she's only had one real love in her life and she'll never have another one. <laughs> Everybody else. Yeah, everybody else just along for the ride. Yeah, it is not the one she's married to. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. Wow. Absolutely agree, man. 100% agree. <laughs> so, uh, it's, it's, but, you know, she, I'm, I'm a, uh, it's still impressive. It is. And, uh, I can't imagine I somebody could do my, that. I was talking to Erica about it. And I'm like, I don't want to, and I currently don't. I said, this is no offense to you. You know, I call my wife, but this is no offense to you, Boogie. But I don't love nobody that much. No. I don't love nobody that much. No. Well, I'm going to be sitting here and giving my blessings, quote unquote, you know, and I, oh, oh, no, I ain't putting up that. You know, hey, you can very well do that. You can do all that stuff. You can do who you want to. We're just not going to be married. Yeah. I told Veronica, I told Veronica two things. I said, one, uh, if you cheat, that's that's a wrap. That then, like I said, I'm you know I'm, I'm I don't think I'm coming back from it. Um, <laughs> what? No, let me let me back up. If you some, I'm not gonna say I can't come back from that. I'm not gonna sit here and let you have another husband, have another boyfriend on the side. That's not what yeah, we're gonna it, do. It needs to be something that happened, and now we're working yeah, towards yeah, yeah. our thing. That it, it ain't that, that you continuously do. Yeah, it. yeah. We can understand how you made a mistake, and then we figure out how we go back. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the other thing that she doesn't like, she gets angry at me when I tell her this one. But I said, if I cheat, I messed up. I'm not coming back. She said, what do you mean? She said, you're not going to fight for it? I said, no. I said, wow. I believe, because my, I, I told my wife, I said, 
I believe you are vindictive. I said, you will make me pay for that the rest of my life. I said, no, you will never care to be back for me. You'll never forgive me. I said, so no, I'm not going to play myself like there's a, 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 a chance that no, <laughs> it's a wrap. I'm like, yep, I messed that up. I'm out. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, nah. I, I, I just, I, I just can't love somebody. Yeah. Nah, man. I, I don't know. I don't know why he's doing it. He loves a dog. He loves her. And people do. I mean, people will murder for love. Big Drake. You love her. Do you think he really loves her that much? I, I do, man. I do. Are you, I do. A dog. Do you still think? He's he's that corny, insecure dude from Philly that's never believed he was enough to pull something like that. I I, I don't think it goes that deep as far as uh, you know him thinking he's corny or can't pull somebody like that. Okay, I mean, and, I, and, and you know, looks uh, a uh, relative. So I I think Jada's beautiful, but. Is she the best looking person I first uh, seen? His first, his first wife was bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So it, it's, yeah, it's true. something about her. Like he loves her with everything. He's willing to do anything to make that relationship work. And she knows it. You think she wanted them she Creole she she wanted them Creole women that buried his his drawers in the yard, dog? Yeah, man. Oh, I don't know, man. I, I'm with you. you. I, he, he does. He does. His world. Her world. His world revolves. He, the sun and the moon set in her behind. I, I remember. Uh, I saw something. I don't know if I read it. I saw it on YouTube. Especially when all this happened last year. You know, it, it, just like anybody else, it intrigued me, and I started looking more into the relationship. But he either said in the interview or something like, "I don't think she can ever be happy. No matter what I do." I've never met somebody that's. That, I, I can't please them. I can't make them happy. Wow. And of course, I'm like, why are you in this type of relationship? It's like he's a battered person. I don't want to say just battered <laughs> women because yeah. we're talking about men get battered too mentally. Like she got this hold on him. Wow. He loves her. He loves her. Ooh, that's yeah. That's it's scary too, but, man. I mean, you know, we've seen, we, we've all had the friend or know people or know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that dude wife is just dogging him out, but he stayed up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This makes it different because it's publicized. Everybody sees him. He's a good looking dude. You know, and, and he's an actor, so we see him portray these other roles as, you know, a fighter, a, a savior, a world savior. But if, you know, he's an actor. That ain't real. He is literally mentally living in him. Man, that's crazy, dog. <laughs> that's yeah, <right. laughs> that is crazy. But it's different than the dude in the lunchroom, like, man, won't he just leave her ass? Because nobody knows about that but the small few people. The world. The people close to him. Yeah, yeah. The world yeah. knows about this one. Yeah, the world, bro. The world. That's crazy, bro. That's absolutely. Like I said, it, it, it blows my mind, man. Um, and, and I think Chris Chris captures that in that stand up too, man. Yeah. Like I said, they'll never be friends again. Nor will she ever let him be friends with her, him again. 
Choice Awards, the teenage, whatever. We're talking about the Oscars, the, the what is considered the, the top of the top. Will Smith walked on stage and slapped Chris Brown. I mean, Chris Rock. <laughs> he wouldn't slap Chris Brown. I do. He I, I do that every show. Every show, it doesn't matter. We just wait for it. We just wait for it. I wish I had a bell that I could ring when you do it. Like, <laughs> it's, it's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. But you're right. He wouldn't have slapped Chris Brown. No, he Chris wouldn't. Brown put, hey, put, put them things to him. He knew Chris Brown would have put that thing to him. Yeah. Yes. Chris Brown had probably had him before. So. Yeah. Yeah. He probably had. I wouldn't be shocked if Chris Brown had had him. That is a good. That is a good statement. That is a good statement, and I just saw that one. I would not be shocked. I would not yeah, be shocked, sir. Yeah, Chris Breezy. Yep, I can see Chris Breezy break it off. Yep, yep, yep. I would not be shocked, sir. You are absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man, before we get out of here, I guess let, let's hit. So, Combine. Combine, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the Combine, at least. <laughs> yeah. So, you get a chance to watch and see any of the highlights and, and, and some of the stuff. Hey, okay. We'll talk about the combine. Before I talk about the combine, Daniel Jones. So we talked about, <laughs> hey, had a great season, right? Shows what a good coach can do for you. Do you know what they said Daniel Jones initially was asking for from the Giants as it no. relates to a contract? No. They said Daniel Jones, that is believed to be. That Daniel Jones was seeking more than somewhere in the neighborhood of forty-seven to forty-eight million a year. Get out of now, do you know how hard I would have laughed at Daniel Jones' face? I know, man. If you, like, dog, if his agent called me and told me that number, I would have laughed while I hung up on it. Like yes, that's the man. level of disrespect I would have gave him. And I wouldn't have called back. I'm like, nah, I wait you call me. Nah, man, we ain't we ain't finna play this game. And I'm not answering your phone. No. Forty-seven to forty-eight Drake per year? Yes, it's it. But you know how I think on the flip end, I hate you. You have not because you asked them. Yeah, I guess get your money, bro. Get your money, dog. The 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 Browns gave an alleged <laughs> sex offender <laughs> the biggest contract. So I mean, hey, I ain't mad at him for asking. Now you're not worth that. I'm not giving it to you. I don't know who else. But they gave an alleged. They gave an alleged sex offender who had several years of productive. You know, otherworldly type seasons, not one, not yes. just one. Yes, yes. And here's the other piece. I, I here's what I don't like. Now, you, you know, I gotta, we gotta, I, I gotta keep it real. So I'm gonna bring some race into this. So uh-huh. Twitter just posted that a couple times, right? No real context. No, nobody going off necessarily that I've seen yet. 
But yet, y'all got jokes about Lamar Jackson. Uh, a past MVP award winner, Lamar Jackson. And his contract demands is saying he need to get an agent in essence to talk some sense into him. But this boy right here got an agent. And him and his agent had the audacity to come in the room and say, I want $47 million a year. Ain't nobody going to say nothing about that? We ain't going to say nothing about that, huh? Okay. I just want to make that clear. I just want to make sure I bring that up. That's the same. <laughs> Ain't nobody got a problem that this is what an agent told him to go do. That's With an agent. But Lamar Jackson crazy. Well, I, you know, a lot of these guys have the same agent. Does does the same agent also represent Deshaun? I, that would be a good question. I don't know who Daniel Jones' agent is, and or does he does he represent the other quarterbacks on the free agent market? And he like, yeah. I know what the market's saying right now. Yeah. <laughs> I know what the market's saying right now. So, who you gonna pay? You gonna pay somebody? Just think, if he, if he can get Daniel Jones that much, just think he can get a really good quarterback. <laughs> you know how much he can pay? <laughs> it, it's insane. And another piece that makes me that makes me angry though. So ain't nobody also talking about why. So they talk about Lamar. Why would you get that kind of court money to a running quarterback? Daniel Jones rushed for ten to fifteen rushes a game this season. So we yeah. got a problem with him rushing, huh? I can't remember the artist's name, but you know he got a song. He said, "It's cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. It's a problem when I do it. That's my problem with it. I have a problem yeah. with it. I have a problem with it. But ain't nobody gonna say nothing about it. That's okay. We will. It's the Made Men Radio Show. We'll say something. <laughs> we gonna say yeah, something about it. Yeah, we we gonna we gonna talk about it. Hey, so talking about size, NFL draft. Uh, can you guess? Uh, so it is official that uh, um, Bryce Young measured in today. How tall you think Bryce Young measured in at today? <laughs> so Bryce Young is listed in Alabama's guide as six foot one ninety four. He's listed at six foot in that guy, six foot, 194 pounds. He weighed in, he measured in today at 5'10 and 1'8 and 204 pounds. Big Drake, I'm I'm 5'10 and a half. <laughs> now, for comparison, Kyler Murray also weighed in, measured in at 5'10 and 1'8, 207 pounds. I think Johnny Manziel was like right at six foot or right under six foot. Mike Vick was six foot, of course. Drew Brees was six foot. Does that impact whether or not you selecting Bryce Young as the top quarterback in the NFL draft? No. Why? If he has the arm talent along with the smarts, because in the NFL, you're really throwing people over. 
And when, when somebody is extremely wide open, that's just a coverage bust. Right. But you have to throw people open. If he can, and I didn't watch his workouts. No, he's not working out. He didn't he work out, yeah. He just did his measurables and interviews. Yeah, so if, if I'm the GM and I go to the pro day, I watch the film. The film doesn't lie. You know, dude played against some pretty doggone good talent in his career. And I go to his pro day and he checks my, my list. My check boxes, all the boxes to check as far as the accuracy, the smartness, the intelligence, the anticipation, all that stuff. Then I, I, I doesn't matter. He, he could be four nine. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. I, I watched him play. I watched football. We we watched this kid play. I I tell you what. I never watched the game. I never watched him play. Uh, I never watched him play a game. And be like, man, he's only five ten. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> Never, not a single game, not a nail game that I watch him and think, man, he's only 5'10". Yep. Because he a beast. He a beast on that football field. So, so okay. On you can pick six, six and still be trash. You can. Uh, <laughs> Look at, you know, of course, the the one, the 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 uh, the poster child for, for prototypical garbage is Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf. Ryan Leaf was the prototypical quarterback, 6'5", 240. Cannon for arm. Can make all the throws. Ain't slow as molasses. He can't outrun nobody, but he can at least shift his feet. Hot garbage. End up end up breaking in trailers and stealing pills. <laughs> love, love, love. Now, he done changed his right life around. He love the Lord now. Good job, Ryan Leaf. But I'm just saying, there was a time when he was breaking in trailers. I'm just saying. I mean, he, he, he didn't. But this, this is one individual that's had like 19 different chances. He really has. What? Why do you think he got so many chances, Big Drake? I'll move on. I'll move on. <laughs> I'll move on. Hey, so, so on the flip side of the NFL draft, so on one end you got him uh, measuring out like he did. So on the mm-hmm. other end, and, and so you said that would not change your mind. Hey, the other nope. end, we also had a quarterback that absolutely did what people always do at the combine. He came and he combined the thing out. He did his combine. Have you seen what what Anthony Richardson done this weekend at the combine? Had the, the 40-inch vert and all that stuff? Yeah, bro. We know he's an athlete. <laughs> All the stuff that I just named, that's what we need to focus on. We we know he's a freakish athlete. Uh, if, if he can't make them throws, stick his hand in the dirt because he's an athlete. He really is an athlete. <laughs> but I, don't 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 miss the show. Don't don't fall for the for the puppet show. I mean, there's still strings being pulled back. They don't fall for that, huh? So. And let me tell you all his measurables. So Anthony Richardson, he measured in at 6'4", 244. That's a big kid. That's pretty. That's pretty. He had, you, you mentioned he had a 40.5-inch vertical. He had a 10-foot, 9-inch board jump. Broad jump, I'm sorry. And they clocked him in the 40 at a 443. He's a freak. Dog, that's a freak. <laughs> he is a freak. What he got to do with Compared to Cam Newton, so they compared him to Cam Newton now. All right. 
Everybody, you know, anytime there's a big kid, they're going to compete on the camera. A big, especially a big black kid. So, Cam was 6'5", 248, ran a 4'6", had a 35 vert and a 10-foot, 6-inch broad jump. So, again, he blew, <laughs> measurable, he blew all that out the water. Yeah. Mike Vick ran a 4'4", 4'4", 2". So, this cat is literally a tenth of a second fat slower than Mike Vick. Mm-hmm. Now, 40 time don't don't show you everything. Because yeah. I know Mike Mike Vick, even that 40 time was fast, but there's other things Mike Vick can do that, that'll never show up in a 40, 40 yard dash. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm with you. Don't get fooled by the tape and the, and the stopwatch. I ain't saying he ain't going to be good. All yeah, I'm yeah. saying is I watched him play. Yeah. And I didn't see him be able to consistently blow me away every single week. Well, just just when you're comparing him to Cam about the measurements, you know, the the thing we always talk about, the scandal, whatever, whatever. If he had gone to Mississippi State, Mississippi State was going to win the national championship. Exactly. If he he had gone to Ole Miss, Ole Miss was going to win the national championship. If he had went back to Florida, Florida was going to win. Wherever, wherever, wherever. We can't say that about this kid. Nah. Nah. Nah, man. Like I said, I want him to go get that money. He's he gonna be a first round draft pick. He gonna be a he gonna be a top. I they say top twelve. I think he gonna do enough to be a top ten pick. Cause I I think I think once you get I mean you can't deny it. I mean he can't size. He's played against tough competition. He had decent numbers. I mean he blow you away. He played against tough competition. Uh, I think the Will Will Levis kid gonna be the same. He played in Kentucky. Uh, uh, of course, his measurables are nowhere. What you call him? Uh, CJ. Str- I think we'll have five quarterbacks come off the board in the top ten. Um, this is a quarterback rich draft. It is. It is. Well, now they're talking about it's quarterback rich, but the best court two quarterbacks is still in the in the in NCAA. Talking about now, Caleb Williams uh, and um, uh, the kid from Duke, I think it is, or North Carolina, or whatever. Uh, they say uh, it's the two best. Drake Mason? Drake, like yeah, that. something like that. Yeah, Mays or whatever. But no, so you got you got Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, C.J. Stroud, and Will Levis, who's your top four quarterbacks this time. To me, I'm with you. Give me Bryce Young. And then to me, give me C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Now, if well, it's... Chicago, Chicago Bears, yeah, yeah. Which I pray they don't go and get a, uh, they don't go get a quarterback. Nah, man, yeah. Y'all, y'all got y'all ain't got to try. You already know what you got at the crib. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, that don't 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 do mess that. Trade down, trade two three times down. Pick your defensive player and go get the rest of your team so you can put put some people around this dude. Nah. Would you go ahead and draft the kids from Georgia that, that just got uh, you know got arrested for the misdemeanor stuff and all that that we talked about last year? <sighs> or do you trade it for current veteran players that can still play ball on the defensive side? I so 
I would not draft him number one if I was the, the Bears. I wouldn't stay in the number one spot and draft him. No. I would, man. Here, well, here's why. Here, let, hear me out. Here's why I wouldn't stay there and draft him. You have so many holes. Like, watching their offense hurts to watch their offense. Because you have such a talent at quarterback, it hurt to have to watch him play like that. So you have so many holes. I don't see... I think Jalen Carter can be a transformable talent, but I don't think I don't think it's the transformative talent you need to be a good football team right now. I think this this draft is deep enough. Looking at this combine, seeing some of these kids' numbers, I think this draft is deep enough. If I can trade once or twice and stay inside the top six or seven picks, I'm trading out of the number one spot because then. I got a shot to hopefully get Jalen Carter because people get spooked by him. I got a shot to get Will Anderson. I got a shot. I'm still drafting a, 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 a defensive player, but I'm taking my luck and seeing who's going to fall to me, and I'm going to trade down to somewhere between five and seven. What do you want for your draft? So I want a, I want a fifth, between fifth and seven round pick. I want a number one pick next year. And I want a two and a three, or I got I, I got to have two more picks between the second, third, and fourth round. Okay. I want four picks out of this. Yes. I'll take a I'll take a good veteran player to your point, so I can knock off one of them low hanging picks for a good veteran player. But I want two ones, a three and a four, or a two ones, uh, a two and a four, or some 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 combination on the back end. Gotcha. But yeah, I'm not because again, they got too many holes, man. You got too many holes, bro. Like they, <laughs> that team suck. <laughs> they need offensive line help. They need running back help. He need two or three wide receivers. Yeah. I mean, you can buy defense. I believe you can buy defense. Buy you, you can buy any. Any position I want in the NFL. Uh, you can buy offensive line. I remind me the last time somebody went and got a stud free agent running back. Because typically, running back, yeah, running backs don't last long. Yeah, they don't last long. So I'm about to draft a running back. Um. Wide receiver, yeah, you're right, because you went because Miami went and got uh Tariq Hill. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Raiders went and got uh what you call him that he wasted a year. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. You can you yeah, you can go you can go you can just go pay for you a, a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I, I wouldn't stay at number one pick. I think they got too many holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think somebody think, gonna get up to get a run, get, get that running that quarterback. You think so? Yeah, somebody gonna give him a pick for it. Somebody gonna give him four picks for it. What team do you think that's extremely in dire need? That should draft to that should reach up to get him. Yes. Ooh, see, that's a good question. Uh, 
let, let me look at let me let me look at the first ten picks. Let me see who who we got. So we got Chicago, Houston, Arizona, Indianapolis, Seattle, Detroit, and Las Vegas. I think Vegas could jump should jump up and get it. I don't know what else Vegas got. I think Vegas should jump to number one. What uh, didn't um. The person that they bench car for, wouldn't he somebody be drafted like the year before or something? No, no, no. Remember, they bench car for Jared Stidham. Oh, okay. 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 Who's not going to be a franchise quarterback? No. Uh, I don't think Seattle should jump up there because, I mean, I think they're going to get old buddy some money. Mm-hmm. But I don't think this is the year you try to get your, your future quarterback for, you, for for them. Um, If I'm Indianapolis again, well – if I'm Indianapolis, do I jump up there to get them? Because Indianapolis is at number four, right? Arizona's not going to draft a quarterback if they stay put. You know Houston's going to draft a quarterback, and if somebody trades up, they may draft a quarterback at number one. So think about it. You got, you're going to have your pick of probably Will Levis or Antonio and why can't tell to say that boy name? Anthony Richardson. <laughs> oh, if if I'm Carolina, I'm most definitely trying to trade everything I got to get up to the number one spot to get a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Carolina needs one. Yeah, Carolina needs one bad. But yeah, no, nah, if if it's me, man, I think that's I think that's that's it though. I think those are the people that I think Vegas should jump up there and try. Carolina should try. Um Indianapolis needs a quarterback, but I don't think Indianapolis should jump that high. What do you think about the Jets? I think the Jets should go. I know you don't like this. I think the Jets should go ahead on and sign David Carr. Stop playing games. Yeah, I, go it, get it, David it Carr. Like they're, they're trying to you know wait and see what Aaron Rodgers. Because think about to me, I think the Jets have a better ready-made team than New Orleans than y'all do. Yes, I would agree. I think David Carr on their team, I think they're going to – they are in playoff – they are in serious conference championship contention. Because I think David Carr will work with the young kids they got, the running back, the wide receiver, all of them cats. Yeah. I wonder what kind of uh, conversation David Carr had with Devontae Adams. Because Devontae Adams went there pretty much for David Carr. But it wasn't his fault, right? David Carter uh, chose to move on and leave and quit. No, they wouldn't. They told him they wasn't renewing him. When they benched him, that's that was the I, whole deal. They were like, "It's a wrap." Once they benched him mid-season, that was a wrap. Oh, I thought they just benched him. I thought they were trying to save him for the next year because hey, no. you know, and we nope. Uh, they benched him to say this is a wrap. Let's see what else we got. <laughs> uh, Let's bench him to see what the offseason gonna look like. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, no, old buddy said David Carr, well, he didn't say this, but the word on the street was David Carr, word on the street is old buddy's a jerk. Uh, yeah. The quarterback, uh, the coach. Josh uh, Josh McDaniels, the way he talked to people, all that stuff, it said David Carr just did not groove, did not connect with that. Well, you remember, uh, that's when uh, Brandon Marshall first started having his problems with he, he in was Denver. playing under Josh McDaniels. Yeah, yes. in Denver, yep. 
Yeah, and I mean his quarterback was 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 Jesus' second cousin. So the only reason why he was able to play quarterback is because he was Jesus' second cousin. Yeah, yeah. Nah, I, I heard he was a jerk. But nah, he benched he benched old buddy saying that that was it. He so David Carr didn't choose to leave. He was told his future is no longer in this organization. So if I'm old buddy uh, Adams, I'm like. I mean, what do you say? You actually kind of look at him like, man, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> hey, bro, I don't, I don't know if it was me or you, but I'm sorry. I got paid, but that's that's not, I'm sorry. <laughs> maybe I should have pushed that camera, man. Yeah, maybe I should have stayed in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and then what would it look like if the Raiders end up signing doggone uh, Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> What would that look like? <laughs> the Raiders would probably become the new favorite for the, you know, besides the Chiefs, they'd probably become the new favorite for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this now. All right. So we say turn on the tape. So the Raiders are at number seven, right? What if. Anthony Richardson falls to the Raiders at seven. If you the Raiders, would you take Anthony Richardson at seven? Let me tell you who's rumored to be the other option for them. Right now, supposedly, there's a strong possibility that there's interest uh, from the Raiders, of course, uh, because of old buddy coach in Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. I, I, I would roll with Jimmy. You go with Jimmy over drafting Anthony Richardson. Yes. Do you think Do you think Jimmy could actually get the ball to Darvin Adams? No, Jimmy's a winner, man. Jimmy throw that thing. You know, he he's had some hiccups in big time games, the Super Bowl, the you know, major playoff games, but but Jimmy win, man. He has an outstanding winning percentage. I can't give you the number off the top of my head, but he's top five in win percentage. Like that dude win. He do, but he can't chunk that rock though. I if I'm the Raiders, Big Drake, we in Vegas, dog. We gotta add this thing out. We gotta put some points on the board. Did Florida do that in fashion? Huh? Did Florida, the University of Florida, did they do that? Did they put points on the board this last year? Uh one or two games, but not really. <laughs> exactly. But you think it, you know, I'm born wonder. I'm Coach Wonder, right? I get to have my kid. I get to develop him, build him. I get to create him in my own image. I can fix what everybody else can. I'm getting Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Raiders are gonna go get Jimmy. I, I think yes. it makes good sense for them. I think I think that's what they're gonna go do. And so. Yeah. It seems like, Drake, the team that's going to be left out of this this equation, man, what is the Saints going to do? I know what you're hoping for. I'm hoping they get caught. But what if not, man? Are y'all going to roll with y'all going to roll with, with, with uh, old buddy if y'all don't get caught? What's our, uh, what's our draft pick number? Uh, I actually think y'all had number 10, but this is showing that that pick is going to Philadelphia. So when do we pick? Second one, have a first round pick at all? Uh, I don't think. Hold on. Uh, 
you got your first pick is pick number thirty. Wow, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's two from the bottom, Big Drake. Safe to say, won't no quarterback be there. <laughs> yeah, uh, not 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 one of the top, you know, best. Well, we need uh, a DB. That's what we need. Yeah. Now your first pick in the second draft, second round is number pick number forty one. Okay, that's not bad. If I was y'all, you know who I would go get though. Now, again, thinking about remember, we don't watch tape, man. We don't seen games, right? And the kid that ain't nobody talking about, Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. Oh yeah, yeah he, 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 he twenty seven years old. Uh, no, he ain't as old as old buddy. I mean, I'm, I'm exaggerating. Twenty seven. He's, he's like twenty, twenty three, twenty four. Is he that old? I think so. Yeah, he spent yeah he spent a long time in college. He came. He was a freshman in twenty eighteen. Uh, I mean, it could be worse. You could be twenty five. I mean, <laughs> oh no, he is twenty five. I'm sorry. Oh wow, how is he twenty five? <laughs> yeah, he twenty five, dog. Well. I mean, you probably got to worry him about him doing some of the really, really stupid stuff. You would hope not. You would hope not. He wouldn't be in a strip club with a gun. You know? Yeah, yeah. You don't got to worry about that. But I, 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 would, I think Hendon Hooker would be a good pick. Oh, lo and behold, mock drafts show New Orleans Saints picking him in the third round. Ain't that something? See, I didn't even see that. There you go. There you go. We should be on big time. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> we believe this thing. I'm serious. I, I was just looking down. I was like, oh, mock draft have him being picked by, by the Saints. <laughs> I'm with it. I, I, I think that's a great thing. Hey, I will say this as we get ready to close, man. Uh, I get big shout out to, uh, to to the Auburn kids. Uh, they did really well, uh, actually, at the Combine. Uh, okay. I tell you who made him some money at the combine. Um, Poppy. Uh, uh, oh, what's the name? Pope. Pope. What's the name? It's Pope something. Uh, That's Owen. Owen. Poppy. Poppy. Pope. Pope. Okay. Oh, he made some money. Uh, so okay. his this week at the combine. His uh, I'm pulling his numbers up right now. I don't want to misquote him. So he weighed in six. Now he may not have made money because he's six foot two twenty five. That's 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 what linebackers are going for right now. Okay, he ran that four. He ran. Uh, let me get out. The forty time is was amazing. He had a thirty five point five vert. He had a ten six on the broad jump. He bench pressed twenty nine reps. That's impressive. Wow. And then he ran a four three nine forty. He made some money this weekend. He made some money this weekend. Yeah, see, you know, to me, at that position, because he's a linebacker, yes, you still got to have smarts, you still got to do all this other stuff. But when it comes to measurables, those are a little bit more significant than compared to a quarterback. Because the greatest quarterback of all time got a horrible combine. 
Yeah, that's true. So, combine the quarterbacks, I don't care nothing. But linebackers, D linemen. Those measurable DBs. counts. Yeah, that, that, that'll do. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, so I told you he ran a 439. Guess what Tank's 40 was? What's that? Ooh, a 456. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a, he's a big back. You know? uh, How much did he weigh? Let's see. Uh, six foot two ten. Oh, wow. I thought he was bigger than two ten. <laughs> oh, man. His his vert was a 32.5 and his bra was a 911. I thought Tank was more athletic than that. Yeah. 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 Oh, he didn't make no money this week. He didn't make no money. Dog, old buddy, six foot two twenty five, ran a four three yeah. nine. They made him run and move him back to running back. <laughs> God, dog, Derek, dog, Tank was slower than Derek Hall. Derek Hall ran a four five five. Wow, that's a big dude. How big is he? He came in six three two fifty four. He had a better vertical That's and a better broad jump than Tank, man. Who Tank been training with? I <laughs> don't. Dang, man. That's that's uh yeah, that ain't gonna cut it. I'm trying to see is that the lowest point in time for all running backs? <laughs> Like, yeah, that was that was bad, man. Yeah, he didn't do that great at all. Nah, not that great at all. Man. Well, like I say, uh, ooh, Jamar Gibbs from Alabama, that running back. I think he a big back. Let me see how he, what size he measured in. 5'9", 199. Okay, he's not as big as I thought he was. Dog, Jamar Gibbs turned in a 4'3", 6". Ooh, that's nasty. Ooh, that's nasty. Huh? 435 or something like that, that DB. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, Jamar Gibbs got close. Let's see. No, nah, he did. That DB uh, from Michigan ran a 426. Oh, wow. Yeah, 426 is flying. That's insane. Yeah, another Maryland DB. A uh, Maryland DB ran a 431. The two Maryland kid, cornerbacks ran a 43 flat and a 435. I tell you what, man. Wait, wait. Them, them kids from Maryland come come out, you know. But Maryland do have some some good talent. They they be freaks, man. Like Vernon Davis, like they they whoever the strength conditioning coach them, they they they, they get it out. He really do. He he need a raise. I mean, he get he he putting that work in. Yes. Oh, yes. That's crazy. Oh man. All right, Big Drake. Let's get out of here. Let's take it home, man. What you got for the folks, man? <laughs> the only person or the only being you should love more than anything is Jesus Christ. That's it. <laughs> don't, 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 <laughs> don't let somebody like Jada do that hoodoo voodoo and, and get your mind off of Don't let her do it now. God will love her more than he loves himself. <laughs> I mean, you did lie. (laughs) (laughs) 
You didn't lie. You didn't lie. Not, not one little bit, man. <laughs> so I would t- <laughs> let me let me get all some Jesus on top of that. <laughs> Love yourself enough to never let anybody treat you any kind of way, man. <laughs> Love yourself enough, man. Because God loved you too much to ever let you sit and go by, go through that. I don't yeah. think God would ever desire for any of his children to ever be abused, talked to, treated like that. But I don't know if we'll not love the Lord, so there's that too. But <laughs> but I wish you, Big Drake, man, the only person you should ever love more than life itself is Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, man. Have you watched any of his movies? Have I watched what? Any of his, his like his new movies? Nah. Like a, uh, yeah, he did that. Yeah, nah, I didn't. And then you know they announced Bad Boy Four. I watched Bad Boy Three, but that was before the slap. Yeah, nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't watch Emancipation. And and <laughs> Chris Rock makes a very funny uh, reference to, to to Emancipation as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again, talking about selective outrage, man. So. Now, man. Yeah. Hey, family, man, we love you, man. Look, you got a twofer, man. Within less than seven days, we back on. We're going to try to get ourselves yeah. in a normal routine. We always say this, but, man, listen, we, we no matter how often we miss, we're going to always, when we got time, we putting it on wax, baby. Yes. <laughs> we recording for y'all, man. We miss y'all when we're not here, and so anytime we get opportunity, we do, man. Hey, man, tell somebody about the show, pass the word. Uh, uh, like it, post it, tweet it, whatever you do, man. Share the word with somebody else about the Made Men Radio Show, man. We love you for sticking and hanging with us, man. We love you for continuing to rock with us. We love you for the support you give us, and most importantly, we love you for the love you give back to us. Love some, never love anybody more than yourself. The only person you should love that hard is Jesus Christ. And we out of here, man. Peace. <laughs>
Got that living water all around me, get a wash though. We gon' shine brighter, auto body like a car show. I said auto body, hold up, poppy, that's a ball, bro. Skirt, Ricky Bobby, hold up, copy, that's a car. My new life better than my old one. Yeah. I was looking for the static back in old one. Hey. I was living hella tragic, having no son. Drew the Christ, knew the life, I ain't gotta own none. Yeah. Ain't nothing like no debt, but my nail net, like not yet. Bills coming on the field running, but still nothing, but we don't quit. A lot of y'all, y'all in your bag. Ride away, get the two-step. When the squad getting that two-deck, we got it on lock like a vice grip. I got a mission, I reside. Where the truth is, I recline. When it's finished, till that time I play my part, I go AI. Got no time for pretty pie. I don't eat that, give me ride. Better like my appetite, the truth, the light, be the fuel for the payback. I was deep in evil with my carcass. He released the noose beneath my conscience. He removed the two to help me bondage. He rebuked the foolish and the nonsense. Facing death, the faith, we got to shake that. Fear we gain the grace beyond the paycheck. Armored up, we fighting time for combat. Devil man. Take that, take that, take that. Really, I'm just trying to get the vibe back. Jesus on my mind, it be like that. Geo went for life, we don't hide that. Messenger for Christ, I'ma die that. You're hating on the squad, darling, way back. I 